Hello, I'm Dean Scott Beardsley here today with Peter Brabeck, the former CEO and current chairman of Nestle, the chairman of Formula One Racing, and a member of many other boards, including L'Oreal, ExxonMobil, and Credit Suisse. Peter is visiting Darden as part of UVA's World Water Day events. Water stewardship is a passion for Peter and an important responsibility for Nestle, which is the world leader in bottled water sales. Peter, you have a chairmanship I didn't mention, the 2030 Water Resources Group. Can you tell me why stewardship of the world's water resources has become such an important issue for you personally? Yes, I think the story is very simple. Uh, it was when we were celebrating 140 years of Nestle, and I was uh, thinking and analyzing what would be the most important single issue for the long-term survival and development of our company. And after a lot of things, it all boiled down to one thing, which is water. And that's the way how I came to the subject of water. And I looked into the water issue and it turned out that this was a burning issue because even then, almost now 10 years ago, uh, humankind was using substantially more water than what was sustainable available. Mm -hmm. And out of this came then my engagement with the water, the creation of the Water Resource Group, which is a public-private partnership, and all the rest. So that's, that was the beginning. It was just finding out how important water was for the long-term survival of our company. We've seen in Flint, Michigan, uh, that they're facing a water crisis on their own. Nestle's been praised and criticized for its efforts to provide bottled water. How can businesses best solve water challenges when they're faced with skepticism? And does this create some kind of a role for public and private partnerships? How do you see that? Now, water has become a very, a very emotional subject, okay? And this is the reason why it is not being treated mm. as it should, frankly speaking. Um, the moment, especially a multinational company, gets involved in water, you will have the criticism that water is a human right, mm. and therefore no multinational or no company no private company should have a possibility to make money with water. Mm -hmm. What people don't understand is that water is a human right. The five liters of water that you need for hydration every single day and the 20, 25 liters which you need for a minimum of sanitation, this is a human right and as such has been recognized also by the UN. But this accounts only for 1.5% of the water that we are withdrawing. Yes. What I'm saying is that the 98.5% of the water that we are using, mostly in a very irresponsible manner, is not the human right, and it needs to get the value so that we use it in a more responsible manner. As you step back and think about your uh, position at Nestle, where do you think the greatest opportunities exist for itself with respect to water in the coming five to ten years? Well, you see, uh, water as, as a business opportunity per se is not critical for Nestle. Mm. 
what is critical for Nestle is that in order to have agricultural raw materials, mm -hmm. you need water. Yes. In order to be able to process those agricultural raw materials, you need water. And you produce wastewater which you have to treat. Then afterwards for my consumers, in order to be able to use the majority of our products, you need water to prepare them. Think about soluble coffee. Yes. Think about dehydrated soup. And then, of course, finally you need water in order to hydrate it. So water has a much more holistic impact on our group than just the business of uh, bottled water. You, like me, once left Europe to work somewhere else. You went to work in Chile. What advice do you have for students about going global? It is quite different if you look at the world uh, from Beijing or you look at the world from Santiago de Chile yeah. or you look at it from uh, uh, somewhere in the United States or from Europe. My, my recommendation can only be not only for a professional career but also for a private career. Mm -hmm. I mean the enrichment that you are receiving uh, when you go to work somewhere else, uh, the different angles you have on the world, on the global issues. And um, I also felt that learning the languages was quite important. Yes. Uh, not so much because of the language itself, but what comes with the language is the cultural background. And uh, so you're, you're opening up to, to, to different cultural influences, uh, which can only be very uh, favorable for your professional career also because you will understand your customers better and things like this. So yeah, I would definitely recommend anybody to have a period of its life somewhere outside. Yeah. You've announced your decision to step down as Nestle's chairman in 2017. What do you hope your legacy will be and what advice would you give to students about trying to go on and improve and change the world? Well, I think uh, the legacy uh, hopefully is going to be that uh, I helped to transform the world-leading food and beverage company into the world-leading nutrition, health and wellness company. Mm. That's a big, big transformation. It's a creation of a new industry, which is somewhere situated between food and pharma. And that's what we are building up through the creation of uh, Nestle Health Science Company, Nestle Skin Health Company. And uh, this, hopefully, will be the future for our, for our group. My advice to students uh, are basically uh, only two. The first thing is don't forget that whatever fine business school you're coming from, whatever you have learned, 12 months later, is crap. It's old. It's over. In this uh, time of incredible change, the best thing you can uh, take with you from any business school is to learn how to learn mm. for the rest of your life. Uh, you have to be constantly open yes. for new ideas. You have to be constantly looking out getting uh, access to new thoughts and things like this. It goes extremely fast. Yes. So that's, that's perhaps one thing. And the other thing is uh, just doing your professional life what you like to do. 
I would not look whether what is the salary or what the compensation or what this is or what is said. I would just looking what do I really like to do? Because if you do this, you have two things. First, you will never go to work. You always yes. go to something which you like. Yes. Okay. And the second thing is, because you're doing something that you like, you will always be a little bit better than the other poor guy who goes there in order to earn a salary. And just because you're a little bit better, you don't have to take care of your career. Your career will take care of itself. Mm. Fantastic. I really like that philosophy. Peter, thank you for your time today. It's been so great to have you here at Darden. And your water work with the conservation is a great example of responsible leadership for our students. Thank you so much for your time. Well, thank you, and thank you for inviting me to such a prestigious university. Thank Enjoy so it.